0: Hey there, it's Scott from Who Cares About Men's Health. And for the next few weeks, I wanted to share with you a mini series that I've been working on with our favorite dietitian Teresa Dvorak. That name should sound familiar because back on episode 83, Teresa challenged Troy, Mitch and myself to get into the kitchen and try cooking some easy to make, nutritious and unapologetically delicious recipes. During the process, we learned a whole lot and made a lot of good food too. And we know that you enjoyed cooking along with us. This brand new podcast is called Cooking with the U of U Health Crew, the four-week make more meals at home challenge. Here's the first recipe, and it was a good one, black bean and sweet potato chili and cornbread. Oh, so excited for the first recipe that we get to try today for the four-week make your own meals challenge with the U of U Health cooking crew. We asked you, and you told us you wanted recipes that were easy, nutritious, and fast. And I think we've got one of those today. Really excited to introduce you to it. Uh, But before we get to our first recipe, how's the crew feeling about the first recipe of the challenge? Nayeli, where are you at?
1: Honestly, I'm so ready to cook, but more than anything, I think I'm really excited to eat. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie about that one.
0: How about you, Johnny? Where are you at? I'm cautiously optimistic. Oh, all right. And well, we'll see if we can turn that around. Alex, how you feeling?
2: I'm super excited, a little bit nervous, and I'm really hungry right now. So I'm excited to talk about food.
0: OK, so that's the U of U cooking crew. Uh, and our recipe architect and nutrition expert is Teresa Dvorak. She's a registered dietitian and the director of culinary medicine in the University of Utah College of Health's Department of Nutrition and Integrative Physiology. How are you feeling, Teresa? You up to the challenge?
3: I am ready. Bring it on. I'm making
0: some big promises for you. I know. Nutritious, fast. I uh, can't wait to find out if you rose to the challenge. Um, and we're also excited that you are part of the Make Your Own Meals Challenge. Now, the purpose of this challenge is to help you get in the habit of making more meals at home while overcoming some of the common barriers like lack of time or cooking skills or just not enough good recipes. Some of you told us on our social media channels, financial constraints were a concern when it comes to cooking at home. Varying tastes in your family. We heard a little bit about that from the crew. Dietary restrictions. And during all of this, we hope to learn a little bit more about what it means to eat healthy. So we discussed a lot of those issues in our first episode. If you haven't listened, be sure to go subscribe to the podcast, cooking.thescoperadio.com. When you get there, just click the take the challenge button and you can subscribe to the podcast, to the podcaster of your choice. And you'll also find this first recipe we're going to talk about today at cooking.thescoperadio.com. Same website. So without further ado, Teresa, introduced the first recipe for the four-week Make More Meals at Home Challenge.
3: This week, we are going to be making sweet potato and black bean chili.
0: And there's a little side dish that you've given to us, too.
3: I have, because what, what is chili without a solid cornbread next to it? So, yes, recipe number two is cornbread. All
0: right. So we got the sweet potato and black bean chili, and you said healthy cornbread. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna, but I, 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 cornbread.
3: cornbread is cornbread. <laughs> I think it's all yeah. healthy.
0: All right, so is there a differentiation between regular cornbread and healthy cornbread, or are we just uh, reminding people? Yeah,
3: so this recipe, the the one alternate that maybe folks aren't familiar with, with their traditional cornbread recipe, is that it's made with half corn uh, cornmeal, which is standard, but we're using half whole wheat flour instead of the... Um, unbleached white flour. Um, and so a little bit higher in in fiber and protein and, and micronutrients there.
0: So Teresa, what was the inspiration for bringing us this as our first recipe? I mean, we talked a lot about our likes and dislikes, you know, in the last episode, kind of some of our own challenges making our meals at home. How does this fit those things?
3: The challenge was looking at the variety of skill set that's Coming to our virtual table here, um, and and finding a good place to build off of, as well as start with success. Um, I have some maybe more culinary challenging recipes that we're going to hit later in in the series. Um, but when we are thinking about behavior change, we really want to set our th- ourselves up for success. And I think soups are one of those great ways that it's really easy to hide our mistakes and they often really taste delicious. Um, and they hit a lot of the markers that we were talking about last last episode. So um, it's inexpensive. These are ingredients that you can find year round, um, whether it's uh, sweet potatoes, which are pretty much always in stock in a grocery store, and canned beans and canned tomatoes. Certainly we could use fresh if we wanted to, but these things are really staples. Um, and when we're thinking about a time and and not spending a lot of time and getting a bit a lot of bang for our buck soups are one of those i like to call them kind of just one pot meals or just dump and go kind of meals. Um, There's not a ton of chopping in this particular recipe, um, but we're adding it to uh, adding it to the soup. And then there's a lot of variations that can happen with this soup as well. Kind of looking at individual tastes and preferences. The other thing that reason why I picked this recipe is because it can have a lot of variations. Um, And something we we briefly touched on on the first episode was thinking about decreasing food waste um, and helping to keep the cost low of foods. And soups are a great way to use foods that might be kind of not looking so hot in the the fridge. They're still fine, but maybe they look a little wilty or they look a little wrinkly or something of that sort. Soups are a great way that I can, you know, cut off half the potato parts of it, maybe wrinkly or what have you, and I can put the rest in a soup or a zucchini or I could put carrots in this soup. Um, You could put some... Uh, kale or spinach and increase the greens there. And so it's really great to also for kind of making larger batches um, and doing maybe just a few minutes of extra work to do an extra onion um, and open a few more cans of, of beans and tomatoes and things of that sort. But then you're increasing that output um, exponentially, which is really fantastic. And they freeze, re- it freezes really well.
0: All right, let's go to the crew here. Uh, first of all, you've had a chance to take a look at the recipe. One of the things that we want to tease out of this podcast is the ability to determine if you know it's healthy. So, based on what you're seeing, does this look like a healthy recipe? And then we'll we'll find out from Teresa and and why. And we'll find out from Teresa, you know, where we're at. So, Naieli, why don't you go ahead and start? You think this looks healthy? Does this chili look good?
1: Um, as I looked at the ingredients, I will say it it does. It does seem like a healthy meal. But I guess like one of the things, too, that like I kind of questioned is like, why is there no meat in this dish? And maybe that's like the answer there. Like maybe adding meat might be a little, like, little bit unhealthy or something. But if I like in my brain, if I think healthy meal, chili wouldn't be one of the first things that, co- that comes up mm. into my head.
0: OK. And why is that?
1: Um, Just because it seems like it's something that's, like, like, as I mentioned, like, usually there's, like, a lot of meat in there. It's very, like... I can I don't I can't think. It just of
0: doesn't it. seem like it. Maybe because it tastes so good. How could it possibly? Actually, be Actually, no. Out?
1: Because the way that you say, yeah. Actually, now that you mentioned that, it's kind of like where my mind takes it to. So. All right,
0: <laughs> Teresa. What are your thoughts about that? The meat issue, and then also uh, the other issues that Nialli brought up.
3: You know, typically in a chili, the the base is going to be ground beef. Um, and this one, we're showing some alternatives to having a meat free dish. Um, while still be really satisfying. That was something else that was talked about in the first episode. That satisfaction level, uh, and so giving us some alternatives, um, and beans and the the complex carbohydrates and all of those combinations are gonna, and the the spice profiles and things like that are really gonna give us that savory kind of fulfillment um, that meat typically does play, and certainly. Beans Is going to have a lot more saturated fat than uh, what this particular dish does. Certainly, it's going to bring in cholesterol and things of that sort as well that we might be wanting to decrease. And when we think about a traditional chili, there's very little fiber. And this is quite a high fiber dish with the black beans, the tomatoes, the um, sweet potatoes, and things of that sort. And certainly, there's, you know, meat can be okay. As part of a meal, um, we want to think about it more as a garnish, maybe, or as just a quarter of that plate versus Half the plate, like a a traditional American style diet, um, and bringing in more of those vegetables and legumes and and things that we're doing here in the chili. But it's also sometimes the toppings, right? So I think chili or um, potatoes kind of get the bad rap of that they become unhealthy a lot of times with the toppings that we put on them. So if I'm thinking about you know a a standard kind of chili bar, or if I'm at a restaurant and I order a bowl of chili. It's going to come with a ton of sour cream and cheddar cheese and maybe bacon bits or what have you on top of similar what you might see on on like a baked potato or something like that. And it's really those added pieces that um, can either work for us or work against us when we're trying to either add certain things to our diet or take certain things away.
0: Johnny, uh, as you're looking at this recipe, what do you think? Look pretty healthy?
4: Uh, It's definitely healthier than anything I eat on the regular. That's for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really? Okay.
4: Yeah. I'm like, so I'm the type of person that always has to have some type of meat on their plate. Like if somebody gives me a non-meat dish, I'm like, okay, this isn't a meal. (laughs) Where's the meat? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm actually, um, I'm very interested in trying this out simply because it looks really good. And I definitely want to try something and transition into less meaty, deep meals.
3: And thank you on that, Johnny, for for keeping an open mind. And I think this is, it's a big behavior change. And when we're used to having a lot of our plate be um, animal protein and fewer vegetables and legumes and things of that sort, it is a little bit of not only a palate shift, but also a brain shift as well. That, um, just allowing yourself to really taste the flavors and be present with the meal. Um, and then, and then see what else could I add to this to increase that savoriness or um, do I want a little bit more spice? Should I up the cayenne pepper in it? Um, do I want to add some toppings like avocado or something crunchy or something of that sort to heighten that um, kind of fulfillment or satisfaction level of the dish. Um, but I, I encourage you, you know, and it sounds like you're, you're coming to the table with an open mind. So just keep that open mind. Um, and you might find something that you enjoy or we need to modify it. And that's OK, too.
0: Right. Johnny, uh, let me tell you. So I'm the son of a cattle rancher. So if anybody asks, where's the meat? It's me. And I married a vegetarian, (laughs) but I've transitioned more to a plant-based diet. I've not eliminated meat entirely. And I've also seen the research that shows that a plant-based diet versus a meat-based diet is much healthier for you Uh, from a lot of standpoints, not to mention it reduces your chance of cancer. It could reduce your chance of um, cardiovascular disease, that sort of thing. I learned as soon as I stopped trying to expect things without meat to taste like meat, and just appreciate the flavors that are there, like Teresa's recommending, the happier I was with vegetarian dishes.
1: That's a really great way to put it.
0: Alex, uh, what do you think? Looking at this recipe, is this a healthy recipe? I mean, you've already been kind of given the answers, but maybe you're seeing something or not.
2: I mean, it definitely looks delicious. Um, like I obviously love beans and I love potatoes and I love bread. Um, I think for me, the only concern is it's it's a little carb heavy For my usual um, for my usual meal. And so that would just be um, a concern if you know, there's something I could substitute for it or if maybe I am missing something because there is so much fiber, which is really amazing. And I know I don't get enough fiber each day.
0: Well, you're not the only one. Ninety-five percent of Americans don't get enough fiber, believe it or not.
2: Right,
3: and when we think about when we think about carbohydrates, um, and when we think about how we're digesting them, we have to think about as well what is coming along with that sugar, right? So, a carbohydrate in its simplest form is a sugar. And often what we're what we find with a dish like this is the higher levels of protein and fiber, as well as all of our micronutrients. Um, And so it's not just the sugar. It's not just the white flour um, that often leaves us wanting more. Right. So if I'm sitting down with a bowl of white pasta with a similar kind of nutritional amount of carbohydrate, that's going to leave me really wanting more um, and not satisfied compared to an equal amount of carbohydrate here with a chili that's got um, loaded with flavor, loaded with spices, um, as well as that protein and fiber is going to be much more satisfactory, not only to my taste buds, but in my stomach as well. And it's those protein, fat, and fibers connected to the the carbohydrates that are also going to slow down the digestion of those carbohydrates, which will help to keep me fuller longer. Um, And so when we're thinking about carbohydrates, it's not just looking at that total number of carbohydrate grams of carbohydrate. But what else is incorporated in that meal? I don't know if that helps at all help you ease that carbohydrate load.
2: It definitely did. And I feel a lot better after you explain that. So thank you, Teresa. I appreciate yeah. that.
0: Naeli, what other questions do you have about the recipe before we hit the kitchen?
1: I mean, just in general, I will say I was a little sad to not see cheese on the ingredients because, you know, <laughs> I'm the cheese girl and I love cheese. You can so- garnish. You can <laughs> garnish. <laughs> it's just sprinkle, sprinkle, don't dump. And just a little, a little bit of sour cream, maybe. Right? I'll, I'll try it out, though. I'll try it out, though, how it's listed. And we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think a little cheese and a little sour cream, probably like like Teresa said, sprinkle, don't dump. Uh, What about this? So I one time ran out of sour cream for my baked potato and I had some Greek yogurt in the refrigerator and I used that. And I really couldn't tell the difference, believe it or not. And Greek yogurt has a lot more protein if you want a protein bump.
3: Yes, but I didn't want to go like overboard healthy dietitian here and talk about my sure, all my no. substitutes. So thank you yeah. Scott for doing my doing my hard work for me. Um but yeah, Greek yogurt is it's often tangy and gives you kind of that same mouthfeel. It'll make it the soup a little bit creamier as
2: well, which is really nice.
0: Alex, do you have any questions or anything as you're looking at the recipe you'd like to bring up?
2: No questions. But I do think I've actually never really and I can't believe I'm saying this. I've never really baked something before. Um, So I'm a little it doesn't look too difficult, which is great. But on the other hand, I've never done that before. So it's a first for me. And I'm nervous slash excited.
1: I also I'm not used to using the oven a lot. So that's also like something that I'm like, this is something new for me. I love that. I love that. So couple can I give a couple of baking
2: tips? Yes, please. Please.
3: I have the recipe as a couple of different options. You can either make it in a eight by eight or a nine by nine kind of square baking dish, but don't feel limited with that. You could do it in a pie pan. You could do it if you had like a cast iron oven proof skillet. You could make it in that. You could do them in a muffin tin would work. Just fine. So don't feel like you have to go out and buy a special baking pan for cornbread. Um, It's really forgiving. And really, you just uh, mix all of the wet ingredients in one bowl or container and then mix all the dry ingredients in another bowl or container and then combine the two and put it in your pan and put it in the oven. Everybody's oven works a little bit different. So there's a range of time on the recipe for a reason because some ovens run a little hotter and some ovens run a little bit cooler. Um, And so some might be done on the 20 minute mark versus the 22, 25 minute mark. I always test uh, a little bit in the center of that um, of that baked good with a toothpick or um, a butter knife or something like that. And it should slip in and out and exit cleanly. So you shouldn't have kind of gunk on it. Um, If you find that it's browning too quickly. Just what we do is called tent it. So you lay a piece of tin foil over the top of it and let it finish baking. Um, and then it won't brown or burn quite as much. Um, on the top, if you find that it's n- your toothpick is coming out and it's kind of gunky, it does, it's not um, it's not finished baking, but it's a nice golden brown that you're looking for. Go ahead and put a piece of tin foil over the top and it'll continue to cook, but not brown.
0: Johnny, any other thoughts or observations before we get cooking?
4: In the recipe, it calls for minced garlic. And that I know that can be really messy. And usually, like if I don't want to go through the trouble, I'll go and buy the already minced garlic containers that you can get at the store. So, Teresa, are there any downsides or anything to keep in mind about using the already minced garlic versus mincing your own?
3: Yeah, that's... I would say, because this is a, a four recipe challenge, that would be, that's okay for right now. But what I want at some point in time, Johnny, I want you to try mincing your own garlic because I promise you that it's gonna show up in more than just this meal um, and, and kind of f- taste the difference. But that's perfectly okay. I think that's a great place to start um, if you feel really intimidated with the garlic go for it on this first round. And then as you're kind of warming up in the kitchen, we can practice those skills later.
0: All right. We're just about there. Uh, I want to check in with everybody on one last thing though. So what is the game plan for making this meal? Because I find if I don't come up with the game plan, when I'm going to go shopping, when I'm going to make it, it doesn't get made. So first of all, do you have all the ingredients? When you go into the store, when you're making it, Let's start with Naieli.
1: So I think for the most part, I do have most of the ingredients, but for sure I have to run to the grocery store, but I'm planning to make this early in the week. As I mentioned before, I have a whole schedule with my roommates, so I am on the list early in the week. So yeah, I promise I will make this recipe and I will let you guys know how it goes.
0: All right. How about you, Johnny? What's your What's your game plan for getting this thing together?
4: Well, I usually cook for my roommates on the weekends, so this is going to be pretty easy and simple, and they're either going to like it, or they're going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right,
0: because the best food That's is awesome. food somebody else made for you. Uh, Alex, what's your game plan? What's your game plan?
2: Yeah, this sounds like football Sunday chili to me, so I'm going to go with a Um I will have to go to the store with, to get some ingredients, so... I'll bring my kiddo with me and hopefully we can get this cooked up and ready to watch some football.
0: All right. And I plan on going to the grocery store actually um, probably tonight. And uh, I'm going to make it tomorrow night because I'm going to be out of town over the weekend and I want to be able to report back as well. So I had to actually plan that out. And I think that's where some people can stumble is, you know, you don't have the ingredients and then you're like, oh, but I don't want to go to the store. And then, you know, what are you doing? You're not cooking at home again. So, all right, crew, it's time to get cooking. Go make that recipe. Share it with your family and friends. We're going to talk about how it was and how it went in the next episode. And we also hope that you, the listener, will take the four-week make your own meals challenge. Just go to cooking radio.com and click take the challenge that'll subscribe you to the podcast and then if you scroll down you're going to see this week's recipe make it and then be sure to post your pictures and tell us about what you thought how did it taste what challenges did you face share your insights and your setbacks and your successes on our social media channels you can find us at facebook.com slash health instagram is at health you can also send us an email if you want really tell us what you think (laughs) hello at thescoperadio.com and the cooking crew will return next week with our take on this week's recipe and also an introduction of recipe number two thanks for joining us and taking the four-week make your own meals challenge